So Michael Goodwin is uh, right there, him and Devine, the two best columnists in the country. They both work for the New York Post, and I love them both. And not only do I love them both, but moments ago I just hung up with Rudy Giuliani, who's a great guest on this show every Tuesday, and his exit was, I love Michael Goodwin. So it's a big day for you, Mike. When you get Sid and Rudy Giuliani both saying nice things about you, you may as well retire just now. I was going to say, that's sort of the end. Why Why chance it? <laughs> and also, your interview with Kilmeade yesterday, which is on this station, was, was great. And uh, this column here, Joe Biden is playing with fire in the Middle East and risking World War III. Take it from a guy who just spent four days in Israel. And I spoke to a lot of people on the ground, a lot, kids, teenagers, adults. You and I had a little bit of a tiff a couple of weeks ago because I said Biden is complicit in this war. I still feel that way. You don't, that's fine. Maybe the word, maybe it bothered you, I don't know. But the more stuff that I read from you, the more it seems like you're moving in that direction. The way he's dealt with Iran, who's helped fund this thing, it just seems to me when Biden says he's there for Israel, what he says and what he does, Michael Goodwin, two different things. Well, it uh, all, all along I have believed that there was a, uh, a contradiction um, at, at the root of his helping Israel. I mean, look, in the beginning, I think, and, and this was not just my opinion, but I think the people of Israel felt very grateful for his visit, which I thought was more symbolic than anything, but it was an important symbol. Uh, and then, of course, the the, the military assistance in, in terms of uh, munitions uh, for an Iron Dome batteries, for example, and then sending the two carrier strike groups uh, into the region, largely to deter Iran from getting involved. Uh, more lately, I think there has been this this pulling back as the politics in America have worked against his support of Israel. When you I mean, say pull, when you say pull, when you say pulling back, just you know, when you say pulling back, because you've been very, very, uh, you've been correct the way you've, you've detailed it. You're right. Initially, they were they were appreciative. He was there. Blah blah blah. I was just there. I spoke to these people. Pulling it back is being nice. They're pissed, Michael Goodwin. They're pissed. Sure, sure. I don't look. I don't blame them. I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> I mean, I think that his his incessant demand to protect civilians. Uh, really undercuts the IDF, and it undercuts the mission which he agreed to, which was you must destroy Hamas. He said that himself, that uh, there can be no quarter for them. And yet when the the press and the New York Times and the, the Gazan Health Ministry says, oh, you bombed a hospital, and they make stories up, and they, st- they keep using the health ministry's death statistics, which – even if they were true, they don't distinguish between terrorists and civilians. They just lump them all together as though they are the same. Well, that should tell you something about the Gazan Health Ministry. It does not recognize Hamas as a terrorist organization because Hamas controls it. Um, so you go, you go UNRWA, all of these things. The United States funds UNRWA. I read a number the other day, something like $750 million since Biden took office. 
Uh, I mean, these things just multiply. And I think, uh, frankly, uh, Sid, that the biggest problem now for Biden is he is afraid of losing the election because of his support for Israel. Now, that's hardly the only issue he has, but it is one where it cuts across the Arab-American vote in the upper Midwest, particularly Michigan and uh, Minnesota. And you, you see it from Rashid Tlaib and Ilan Omar. He's now got to please their constituents. Now, what is that constituency? You know, I, I, I think we're all sort of loath to say it, but it does seem that the Muslim American vote is very much, at least generationally, predicated on supporting Hamas, on, on being anti-Israel. That is, that is against the American policy since 1948. And yet here we have a group of Americans who, uh, mostly immigrants or second generations, have basically said to the president, you know, if you don't pull away from Israel, we're pulling away from you. I mean, there's actually a group called Abandon Biden, which is an offshoot of CARE, the, the Islamic uh, so-called civil rights group, also unindicted co-conspirators in a terrorism case. Uh, but th they are pushing Biden and, and getting younger Muslim Americans not to vote for Biden because of his support for Israel. And so I think that has made the president scared. And so I think he has now tempered his support for Israel more and more. It's almost like every passing day. And so the latest is this incessant demand for a Palestinian state, which is just lunacy oh, in the context please, please. of October 7th yeah, please. And, yeah. and of what's going on with Iran. I mean, right. he is not confronting Iran. No. Taking, trying to you know, fire some missiles at the Houthis, and that's fine. But this all comes from Iran. You're gonna, if you want to kill the snake, you have to cut off the head. And he won't do it because he's still enamored of that uh, uh, Obama idea that you can bring Iran into the community of nations. It will be a stabilizing force, blah, blah, blah. So let's bribe them. Let's let, let them have their oil sales to Russia and China and everybody else. I mean, it, it's a disgraceful policy. It has failed every time consistently. And this is how Iran finances these groups. It directs them. It gives them munitions. I mean, how much more evidence does Joe Biden need before he understands Iran is the problem? He should need any more, uh, to be honest. And uh, I did a, uh, a story in Israel Thursday in Jerusalem, Michael, with the Israel National News. If I didn't send it to you, I'm going to. Because the headline, it's a very, very long column. I talk about Trump, what a great job he's done with Israel, how Biden has basically double-talked America. He's not pro-Israel, not by his actions. And I talked about this ridiculous notion of a two-state solution. How many Israelis have to die in pizzerias or on buses or in kibbutzim before we figure out it's not about the land? These people want dead Jews. They don't care about the land anymore. They, and they never did. They want dead Jews. But I want to go back to the Houthis and these other groups, you know, they've killed Americans, right? They've killed American yep. people. And what are we doing? We go with them, you know, we, we shoot at their, uh, these tactical missiles aimed at headquarters and other spots. I hate to say this, it's going to sound really nasty, Mike, but if an American dies, why not kill one of their people? Why, why is it okay for them to kill our soldiers, but we do this kind of wussy, tactical airstrike that hurts nobody. How is that okay? 
Well, and we telegraph it for a week so that, uh, as someone said, anybody who didn't get out of the way deserves to die. I mean, you gave them enough time to get away. Um, Look, I, I, I agree with you that this is not the way that is going to change them. I mean, Biden very much, as he says, wants to deter so we, we're always sending messages. We don't want to escalate. We just want to deter. But you, it's not deterring them. So you have to send a different message. And the message that Trump sent is we're going to kill you. And we did kill you. We killed Soleimani. We killed the, he was the head of the terrorism uh, unit in Iran. He, uh, Trump said we have to take him out. And that's the kind of thing that got Iran's attention. What Biden is doing is just signaling to them, I'm afraid, that you can go a little further. I'm not there yet. I'm not there where I want to confront you directly. I'm just trying to pick on your your proxies, your your antenna out there. Uh, I'm not going to go after you. And so, therefore, I think the message that Tehran gets, and we have to remember who we're dealing with here. These are these are people, the, the mullahs. They will destroy the world in order to get what they want, which is to destroy Israel and the United States. And so they are not deterred unless they are stopped. They will not stop voluntarily. That's, I think, the message that Joe Biden does not yet believe in or understand.